one of the kids on our team, one of the younger kids saying that like he, Michael Phelps swims like this, I should swim like that. And our response is, uh, you're not Michael Phelps. <laughs> you're not even grown yet. Um, but you need to swim the best that you can swim, right, was the response. So that kind of ideal eye came out of that. We want to be able to compare you with yourself. Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the podcast that shares ideas, information, and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramston, and this week we're talking to Aspirix, a company with a mission to help swimmers reach their full potential. Now, last week in San Francisco, they introduced the world's first artificial intelligence-powered performance tracker for the sport of swimming. Aspirix and their partners Finis are bringing data-driven sports analytics to the world of swimming. And the reason I'm talking to you about it today is it's not just for people at the top of the sport. They're also making it accessible to everyone from kids to world-class athletes by making it available as a mobile phone app that you and I can download to our smartphones right now. Now, I'm really excited that one of their team, one of their software engineers, Ben Hunt, is not only a software engineer, but he's also a swimmer and a coach. So really an ideal person to talk to us. So he joined us on the line late last week from San Francisco. And I started off by asking him to tell us a little about his own swimming and coaching. Yeah, um, I just started swimming. I'm I'm not sure... Um... I think it just goes along the lines as most of us when we were younger started when I was five or six, swam through till I was about 18, didn't pursue it uh, really for college, but I started coaching when I was 15, really fell in love with that um, camaraderie, just the teaching aspect of it, all of it. Um, so I'm still doing that today um, and putting that to work uh, with this app and this company. Uh, as well so it's been a good marriage there i think so far and where are you coaching currently uh coaching at crow canyon sharks in danville california so what attracted you to join the aspirix team well it's uh i guess it, it might be a bit of a long story i'll try to keep it as short as i can um i met my boss through coaching uh, Kanan, uh, I was coaching his kids since he was uh, seven or eight, something like that. Uh, I finished up my schooling and everything. Um, he said he wanted to branch his consulting company, uh, create a new uh, kind of data science driven team there uh, to work on some projects. He had some projects lined up. Um, I hopped on that, uh, started getting trained in the whole field of machine learning and data science and everything like that. Um, and then just through the soul swimming and that's, you know, how we got connected and that's something that we, uh, really have in common. Uh, he had this idea for, um, a software based solution for, uh, swimming for something similar to, I guess, like a wristwatch, but the whole idea was, uh, no, we don't want to have to put any devices on on you like that'll cause drag or that'll be uncomfortable or that'll cause you to overthink so let's not do that let's do it all with the camera um dove into uh i guess image detection stuff object detection 
tracking all that stuff. Um, and we kind of realized like, Hey, this, this could happen. Actually. We, um, got in contact with Natalie, Natalie Coughlin and, uh, a couple other coaches and kind of pitched it to them. We had a really rough, um, app on our phones to show them or on our iPad, um, explain the idea and they kind of all lit up and they were, their reaction was very positive. And then we just kind of looked at each other and everybody else in the room and we were like, let's try it. This would be a really cool idea. So from there, we've been pushing on this, um, pretty hard for the last, uh, what has it been year and a half or so? I think. Yeah. Now you mentioned, uh, Natalie Coughlin. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure she's a household name in American swimming circles, mm -hmm. but some of our listeners might be, might not be familiar. Okay. Can, can you just, can you just tell us briefly about, about her? Uh, yeah, she's, uh, an Olympian, <laughs> um, 12 Olympic medals, I believe. Um, don't, don't quote me on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's, uh, real real famous for speedo ads and all that stuff uh, in the olympics so yeah and what relationship does she have to your organization uh well she the the guys i actually coach with um joe natina and ethan hall she's married to ethan so <laughs> that's how we kind of uh i was just we brought the idea to ethan um he's also a part of the team if you check out the website he's the director of swim engineering that uh is ethan hall uh i coach with him so he was naturally the first one we brought this idea to and he brought it home and it just kind of sparked from there <laughs> very nice <laughs> pretty yeah it was pretty seamless and pretty natural to be honest now, artificial intelligence or AI, as it's called, is a bit of a buzzword these days. But can Definitely. you explain to us what does it mean in the context of swimming? So um, there's a couple ways that we're using it. Um, the first, and I kind of already mentioned, is the object detection and localization uh, of images. Um, so what we do is we have um, a model for each one of the stroke. We have a bunch of like a repository of images um, that contain uh, strokes in them, right? Or what we're calling a stroke. Um, we are constantly updating that, always adding uh, new images to that database. And then, um, yeah, so we're passing each one of the frames while you're recording into this model. Um, and it's telling us if there's a stroke in there or not. Uh, that's in the high level of it. And then, we are also, the next place we're gonna use it is, uh, like I was saying before about uh, what would happen if you changed a stroke in this lap, what would happen to your distance per cycle, what would happen to your split, um, right? Stuff like that, some what if analysis, um, we're gonna be using it there as well to okay. kind of paint a picture about how uh, certain changes in these key metrics will affect your performances. Okay, I really, I really want to try and simplify this and also try mm -hmm. and understand the power. Because <laughs> right now, um, what I, I observe going on, that's simple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I observe going on around pools at the moment is coaches watching swimmers swim, mm -hmm. um, and using the coach's expertise and, frankly, a stopwatch being clicked regularly, depending on sort of progress against lane ropes to calculate mm -hmm. sort of. Um, 
uh, rate rates and 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 various other things. Yeah. Um, there's there's expert analysis going on of 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 swimmers' strokes, and the coaches mm -hmm. give feedback to the coaches mm -hmm. uh, to the swimmers about how to improve or what what to change. Yep. And what what you're saying is that this this computer algorithm, this artificial intelligence, is is working off video, and mm -hmm doing similar sorts of things. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. Similar. Um, I mean, <laughs> for the most part, it, I, I know everybody's different about their coaching styles and everything for the most part. Um, when I'm on deck and I have my watch, like you're saying, I'm usually after splits and tempos uh, and stroke counts. That's, that's basically the only thing I do. Um, especially to meet or something when there's a lot going on, a lot of people are swimming, uh, getting things like time to break out or time to 15. Um, if we're doing long course or something, um, those are not things that are, um, readily available. Um, so that this is something, this app is, uh, something you can use to get all of that information. Um, but that this does not take away, uh, from the, subject matter expertise of the coach themselves. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you have these metrics, stroke counts and things like that. Um, how do I improve? How do I get more distance per stroke or more distance per cycle? What do I need to do? You still need um, your coach there for that. But this is really um, just, a, it's a tool. It's a tool in your belt. That's what, that's what we're aiming for. Oh, I see. So it's not putting coaches out of work. It's giving them no, additional no. tools to be even, even better than they are today. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So who is this targeted at? Everybody who is connected to the sport of swimming, really. <laughs> it can be a um, parent who wants to, I guess, track the progress um, of their child or wants a nice way to organize the videos. Um, this app is also good uh, as an organizational tool. Um, it could be the kids that want to have the information, right? Like I was talking about, I get all of, I get stroke counts and tempos or something, right? Um, when I talk to my swimmer after the race, you know, I, I'd like to believe that they retain <laughs> some of it, but it might be in one ear out the other, right? Um, so this is a good way for them to have that information, have it saved, right and to be able to track it and stuff like that and it's good for coaches too for a combination of those two um really so you know if i recall a specific swim uh, in a race and i want to reference that you know as it stands now i, I don't write a lot of the stuff down and if i do I, I mean i do write it down but it doesn't get organized in a <laughs> a very uh matter of fact way so it might be like some papers just in my bag over there um, it's hard to reference things like that without a good organization tool. So this does that, which is awesome for coaches. It also, um, at least in this time, it offers the ability to share remotely um, and has some really nice um, annotation tools. So you can draw, record your voice, uh, do all that stuff, and you can share that with swimmers uh, now. So um, it's really targeted at anybody that has an interest in swimming. Really, it's broad. Oh, I can understand. So you said parents, swimmers, and, and coaches. Yeah. And uh, I mean, in in a nutshell, what will it enable them to do that they couldn't do before? 
for the time that we're all living in right now, uh, where we're not supposed to leave. We're all locked down here, haven't been to a pool in a couple weeks. Um, this app gives you the ability to um, share with your coaches. You can do reviews um, remotely. Um, so you can have a swimmer send you a video. You can, like I said, draw on it, record your voice and send that back to them um, all through the app. So there's definitely um, a lot of benefits to it for, for now, especially. Wow. So this is available <laughs> via the app stores. That's both the Google store for Android and uh, mm. the uh, iTunes Apple store. Can yep. you just take us through step-by-step step how to obtain this and, and get yep. started? But perhaps actually, Ben, I mean, what, what devices, what, what's the sort of minimum specification you need in order to, uh, to use this? And how would you get started? Um, so for uh, iOS stuff, we're saying the latest iOS 13 um, and iPhone 8s and, and newer. Um, that will be supported devices on the iOS side and then on the Android side. Um, it just needs, uh, it's a Snapdragon uh, chip, I believe. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll double check on that. I don't exactly um, remember supported uh, hardware for the Android, but. Uh, no, you're right. We'll put, if you send that over, we'll put that in the, in the show okay. notes. So if people have got a suitable smartphone, um, mm -hmm. they go to the store and they download it. H how do they proceed from there? Uh, so it's just an in-app subscription. Uh, it'll be $4.99 a month or $48.99 for the entire year. So and this is Aussie dollars you're talking. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cheap. Um, we figured, you know, originally we were thinking um, somewhere around... 20 us dollars and we were um kind of planning some partner uh plans and like uh some kickbacks to people who advertise really well and just uh, it was a lot of stuff like that and we decided uh no we don't want to do any of that we want to get this out we want to get this in people's hands um right now with all this going on um make sure that we can all continue to try to learn something about um the sport the way we swim and everything so we're just we just said, all right, let's get it out. Let's get it out $4.99 uh, and make sure everybody can get it, really. Yeah, I mean, $4.99 is uh, an expensive cup of coffee. So uh, you can certainly do yeah. one month's trial for that. Uh, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, very good. Yeah. Okay, so you've downloaded it. You've, you've subscribed. Uh, where'd mm -hmm. you go from there? So um, I guess there's, there's two different ways to get videos into the app. The first one would be to record it in the app. Um, I'll, I'll briefly touch on that. There's two recording options. The first one is just your normal recording. Um, you'll go in and just select which stroke it is and select, um, which pool you're swimming in. So short course yards, meters, or long course meters. Um, the reason for both of those is that, um, for the stroke, uh, we have separated the models out for the detection just so that it's more accurate. Um, and then the length of the pool is just for us to uh, kind of do some math imputations on the background. Um, if you think about this, uh, what we're actually trying to do on one of these mobile devices um, with the AR and everything to try to track your distance. Um, again, we're working with iPad, iPhone, 
or you know android devices small ones um the the devices just aren't super super powerful uh this is pretty bleeding edge stuff uh so we do have to fill in some gaps if any present themselves so that's why we want to know the length of the pool so that we can kind of fill it in and smooth um, around some missing data points um other than that you'll just have a box in the middle of the screen um, we ask that you just keep the swimmer in that box. That's just kind of the detection box. That's where we're um, really looking for uh, the swimmer to detect the strokes. And that's it. The other way um, to get videos in, which is what you're going to want to do now, since we can't actually make it to a pool, is to import your own video and get all that data manually. So there's an option to open up your photo library and grab any video you want put it in, uh, add the details, uh, put a couple, um, we, we call them pins. They're basically marking frames uh, in the video where you're saying that the start of the race is or where a stroke is. So we ask you to do those. After you've done that, it's done. You have it in there. It's permanent. Um, Any way you move the video around, so you can airdrop all that stuff, of course, or you can go through our coach review flow Either way, um, the data lives inside the video. So um, we have a data structure being stored in the metadata of the video file itself. So it's always there. If you open it in a Lane Vision app, you'll see that information. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so sorry, two ways, record it or import it. Now, Ben, a lot of parents, at least, have videos of their swimmers, uh, mm -hmm. and the parents usually standing in the in the st in the stands, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps halfway along the pool, or at the start end, or at the finish end, and yeah. so they pan one way or the other as the swimmer goes up and down. Uh, mm -hmm. Is is that sort of vision suitable um, for this app, or should they really be walking alongside the uh, the pool uh, perpendicular to the swimmer? So as we're, they we're go? talking. Um recording in the app or importing a video well either either okay so when you when you're importing it um basically that whole flow is going to be done manually um but yeah so let's get into that angle stuff uh if if it's during a race um and you know you've got your phone out and you're right uh based on where they're standing and everything um let's say it's a, a lap of backstroke or something right there's going to be arms flying all over the place um, when you're trying to record and do the detection. So we have a zoom. You can zoom in and out when you're recording to try to, I guess, isolate the, the target swimmer or whoever you're trying to track. But um, with all those arms flying around, uh, it's hard to make the distinguish, or sorry, it's hard to distinguish um, between the two. Um, so really the best environment for this to work, uh, get all of the data, get all the distance and velocity information, as well as accurate stroke counts is to do it in a lesson environment, um, you know, with like a one-on-one -on -one with your coach uh, in like the nearest lane close to the wall. So you can have good field of view um, and uh, be able to make sure that there's no obstructions and there's no confusion for the for the device. Now that makes sense. Mm -hmm. now, That's ben, always, of course, going to be getting pushed to be better. We're never, um, I think somebody asked me a similar question 
about it um, a couple of days ago. And my response is we're never going to stop trying to improve that side of it, the detection, all that stuff. Yeah, well, you and I were talking just before we pressed record that, uh, you know, you launched a couple of days ago, you're already looking at um, rolling out patches and updates over the next yeah. few, uh, next, over the next period. So, you know, what people mm-hmm. see today may be different to, uh, to what they get tomorrow. So uh, definitely just, just keep the app up to date is what I'm hearing, basically. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Check out for those updates. Yeah. Yeah. Now the power of, of what's in here is extraordinary. And, um, every so often, you know, with what you've been explaining to us, Ben, I'm, I'm potentially getting a bit lost in some of the detail, which is fine. Mm -hmm. That's not a criticism. I think that's just reflective of, of the power of all of this. And when I trialed the app myself this morning, it's got quite a complicated user interface because because it has to because of all the all the different bells and whistles and the power but there's a really useful um help thing that sort of walks you around the screen and points you uh, you mm-hmm. know what to do next and all the rest of it um for somebody completely green or cold coming at this what sort of learning curve will people go through how long do you think it would take somebody to move from being sort of getting it out of the box and first using it to, uh, to being a, a proficient user where they're really thinking they're getting some value from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that is going to depend on how technologically savvy um, this person is, whether it's, you know, not comfortable with smartphones at all, or, you know, I don't know, like a teenager or something is going to be quicker for them. Um, but there is absolutely a learning curve to this, um, figuring out the flows and everything, um, I mentioned before the pins, how to do that manually. Um, and then there's just a bunch of, like you said, there's a, a lot of little things, um, not hidden, but not main uh, features that you go to first that you'll probably take a little bit of time to find. Um, if you're somebody, let's just say an average, uh, I, I don't even know what that means to be honest, but an average person uh, who's you know pretty comfortable with their phone or their iPad, um, maybe a couple days, a couple tries, um, with it. It's not too complicated, but there is a lot of different things going on. Uh, that being said, I have made a lot of YouTube videos on our channel describing, um, all the features, all the pages and screens specifically. Um, so if you're ever confused on what a button does or what's you think is supposed to happen or, um, the flow of something, all of that's on YouTube to check out too. Oh, wow. What's the name of that channel? Uh, Aspirix. Aspirix. All right. I'll yeah. put a link to that in the show notes. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you that link. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ben, this sounds really exciting. Um, I think earlier on you described it as leading edge, bleeding edge. Uh, this mm-hmm. was literally launched earlier this week so it's Mm -hmm. absolutely brand spanking new and it looks really impressive now and you (laughs) talk about developing for the future um to the extent that you can tell us where you're heading what what are your plans for the future so we we want to have i guess a single source of truth for performance tracking and that can mean a lot of different things Uh, so the the vision is uh, we're calling it that model ideal I. So um, basically trying to compare yourself to yourself, right? Um, not, I guess, the way that this kind of sprouted up was um, some 
one of the kids on our team, one of the younger kids saying that like he, Michael Phelps swims like this, I should swim like that. And our response is, uh, you're not Michael Phelps. <laughs> you're not even grown yet. Um, but you need to swim the best that you can swim, right? Something like that was the response. So that kind of ideal eye came out of that. We want to be able to compare you with yourself. So we're thinking even down to the details of body structure um, to combine with this, how tall you are, how long your arms are. And then we've even thought as deeply as um, like fitness tests um, for flexibility and strength and how that could contribute um, to what your ideal performance looks like. Um, so I know that's pretty vague and it's a little gray and it's pretty out there, but um, this is step number one for us. Um, we definitely have some other ideas similar to that, that we'd like to start pushing. Um, we need to stand this up all the way first. Fantastic. So just, just to round off then, you can get started now by going to the app store and searching for lane vision. Mm -hmm. That's all one word, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And that's from Finis, mm -hmm. your partners. Yeah. And uh, if you get stuck, go to the YouTube videos and uh, they'll tell you how to do it. Yeah. You can also email support. Um, you can get to that support email in the app itself. Or um, if you go to finis.lane.vision, um, it's our little product page at the bottom. There is also a comments questions uh, link that you can send us your questions to. Fantastic. And in today's current times of, of lockdown, um, certainly recommended mm. to load in existing videos and um, analyze yeah. those. Yeah, absolutely. We're actually, um, now that I, I kind of forgot to mention this, um, we're trying something out with our team where we're going to try to leverage the app to have group discussions um, about specific events. So um, we, all we did was we sent out this email to our team, we said, here are our ID numbers that you need to add people. Um, send us all your 100 freestyles, right? Um, so we're gonna get all of them. We're gonna put them all in a folder. We're gonna export all of the data to a big CSV file um, and then use that information to, I guess, pick out some things um, to either improve out or things that we think they've done really well. And then we can use those videos as reference on a, on a zoom call with 20 to 30 kids. So, um, that is one way that we're using it actually to, uh, stay connected with those kids. Wow. So if people want to keep abreast of what you're doing and sort of latest stuff, is, is there sort of some email list or some forum they can join or Facebook page to, to keep it, keep in touch? Yeah, we have a Facebook page and Instagram and Twitter and everything. Um, a good place is just our website, aspirex.com. We make changes there. We have kind of a bulletin um, on the first click. So yeah, if you want to stay up to date on all that stuff, uh, I just check those. We're pretty active on uh, all of the social media about, uh, you know, when this is coming out and who's using it and all the articles that we're being um, published in right now. We're, uh, we're pretty active there. So that's the best place. Yeah. Well, 
Benjamin Hunt, uh, swimmer, coach, software engineer from Aspirix, the company that's just launched um, the world's first AI-powered performance tracker for the sport of swimming that you and I could have immediately by downloading it onto our phones. Thank you so much indeed for your time today and uh, sharing this really exciting project. Wish you all the best for the future. You too. Thanks so much for having me. Aspirix is spelt A-S-P. I-R-I-C-X. That's A-S-P-I-R-I-C-X. Aspirix.com. I have to say, if you get a chance, do go to their website. It's a really futuristic and whizzy design. Uh, frankly, I found it a bit difficult to navigate initially. That's probably because I'm on the senior side of 50, but uh, it really is a very exciting website to go to. Aspirix.com. And what I really like about what they're doing is it's clearly produced by swimming people. You could just hear the passion in Ben's voice describing what they put together. And they seem to have such a drive for where they're taking this thing. So um, I'm hoping we can get them back on again in future just to see how things have, uh, how things have um, progressed for them. Now, I did test Aspirix myself. Um, I have an iPhone 8 running iOS 13. What I did is my daughter was uh, swimming in the backyard pool, actually tethered to a bungee rope. She wasn't actually going anywhere, but her arms and legs were moving. <laughs> um, so I, I, I loaded it up and, and tried to use it. And frankly, I, I ran into quite a few issues. Um, first of all, um, my phone wasn't set to allow in-app purchases, but we sorted that out. Um, and then when I loaded up a video, it, the software crashed, and then it decided it hadn't got enough memory. Um, look, this isn't a criticism. I think it's just the reality of something that's just really brand new. Um, discuss those points with Ben and he's got various patches and improvements launching very shortly to deal with some of these things. And as he says, this is bleeding edge, leading edge type technology. So my feeling is this really is something for those data savvy, technical, technologically advanced coaches who like early adopting um, new things. If you're a bit of a laggard and you expect everything to be working perfectly, then, then right now it possibly isn't the right thing for you but hey by the time you listen to this interview that may well have all changed um, I think they're really exciting what they're doing uh, I'm excited about it for them and uh, let's watch this space well that's just about it for this week thank you ever so much for joining us um, I just want to let you know, a little teaser, we've got some really, really, really exciting news to share with you on the next episode. Uh, Swim Rocks, Swim.Rocks is expanding. Um, we've got some really exciting stuff happening, but let's uh, let me say no more now. Uh, we'll share that on the next episode. In the meantime, do please stay dry. <laughs>